You're listening to the Feel Good Podcast, your guide to feel good. Phil is an average everyday guy who wanted to discover a path to feeling good. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Now let's join our host, Phil, for today's conversation about wellness and feeling good. Hey, family, what's going on? I am so excited to talk about the new podcast, the Two Feel Good Podcast. Been excited about this for a little bit, excited to share now how we're going to go forward with this. And we're going to start back by going back in the past a little bit about where this idea for the Two Feel Good podcast came from. Uh, obviously, uh, changing the name of the existing one, but really where the origin of all of this came from and kind of fill in some gaps. And then some of uh, my approach to wellness and that kind of stuff. And then I just really kind of lay out a plan of how this goes forward in the future. Uh, in the future, I definitely will have people on to talk with me because I want to share their story. Uh, I believe that every one of us have a story to tell. And in that, uh, our story is a tool for liberation of other people as well. Uh, everything that I can tell you is just the way that I have done it to, to seek wellness and to find health. Uh, but that's just my opinion and it's just my way. So bringing other people on here is a variety of differences and different approaches uh, with, with the same singular goal of finding our own wellness. And so I'm super excited to talk to some people, uh, try to talk to some people that are a lot different than me. I, I know that there are many people that are like me and there are people that are inspired by the things that I've done. But man, there are so many people that inspire me in different ways. And I want to share their stories and highlight how they do wellness. Various aspects of life, uh, food, activity, all of that, uh, definitely a strong component of mindset, but really about engagement and living in the moment and doing it for you and believing that that has fruit that is long lasting. So we'll talk about all of that as we go over the process. But I really wanted to talk about where the name to feel good come from. It comes from a long time of me having me not being taken care of. And that was just my choice. It was circumstances. It was habits. Uh, all of the things that would have led to me allowing myself to be a second place citizen in my own skin. Man, how easy is that for us to do, right? We can, we can put ourselves in, uh, second place, last place, never place, never take care of ourselves. It can happen. It really can happen, and so many of us have done it, and then we start to accept that as the norm. We start to accept that as the status quo of what our life is intended to be, and it's just not the truth. We are intended to live a life that is totally engaged and full and for a purpose, and I, that is my belief, and I, I truly will, will shout that from the rooftop, that we all have a purpose uh, that our, our body is to produce, and uh, it is one that is full of happiness and joy. Uh, I know that there are circumstances in life that bring uh, a lot of sorrow and bring a lot of pain and sure that we will, we will learn to navigate through those, especially even the deep, intensive ones uh, that could be labeled as trauma. I have experience and understand how to work with trauma, and I know that it is a level of connection that has to happen with the, both yourself and with your environment and your, and your uh 
in your past that reconcile what's going on in our brains and in our minds that allow us to move forward from that. So that that may be a, a deep topic that we that we dive into on occasion, but uh, it is definitely a worthy topic because there are some of us that have been through it. There are some of us that have been through it and never will talk about it because we just can't. We haven't found those words yet. So maybe we'll find those words as we go through this process. Uh, I being a member of that community that it's hard to talk about. And I understand that uh, there are those that can talk about it and we'll definitely engage with those as well because it is healing to hear those words, to hear the path out of that entrapment and that entanglement and that that web that is so uh, holds us back from living the true purpose of who we are. So uh, part of part of my history in uh, wellness is a whole decade long. Uh, I kind of I kind of bide time in the change of the millennia into 2000, uh, 2001 time frame when I really started to see myself differently from the way I had seen myself prior to that. And it really was a decade of me adding on the unhealthy components of my life, continuing bad habits, continuing uh, to have a uh, negative relationship with many things in my life, activity, food, uh, relationships with people. And so those became an ever-growing thing where I was disconnected from the things that I love to do in life, disconnected from passions and from joy. Uh, And I feel like that uh, as as the 2000 decade uh, began to end, I started to come out of that uh, and I really continued to grow uh, a lot of in self-perception, a lot of it in how I viewed myself. Now, that didn't mean that I, that's when I corrected my uh, wellness. It wasn't. But I began the process of walking back and understanding that I had value, that I had purpose, that I had goals, and that I could achieve them. And so as that uh, decade went on, uh, and then I started to find some new purpose, still carrying around the extra pounds and the weight and the unhealthy and the and all of the bad habits, I still began to find that I had value and that I was loved and that I could love myself. And so as that as that went on, uh, began, you know, now going on three years of of understanding my relationship with a lot of the bad habits that I had, understanding that I was doing things in a total unaware uh, mindset. I was not uh, engaged at all. I was just living life as if it was a river and I was floating down. There's no effort. There's no trying. There's no input. There's no assessment that kind of stuff. So as that kind of began and I started uh, really walking out what I could do, I started to understand that, man, life can be lived a little bit more joyful. It can be lived a little bit full and happy. And there's things that can come to you because you got out and did it and you can start to change what you have always accepted as it will always be like this because it is and there's no seen path to uh, deliverance from whatever it is, right? And so uh, I I was super excited over the last several years uh, and even now greater to be able to use my voice to understand what it was like to do me good, to do feel good, to feel good. You know, when I started this particular journey several years back, I've said the whole time, the one thing that I started with is I just wanted to feel good. F-E-E-L. I didn't feel good. I didn't, 
I wasn't present in my own body. I wasn't feeling the ways that life was supposed to interact with me. I wasn't engaged with my environment. I wasn't engaged with my diet. I wasn't engaged with any sort of movement or activity. I wasn't engaged mentally at all. I was just flowing every day, one more day down the same path. No engagement, no contemplation about whether or not this was good for me, no contemplation of whether or not this was bad for me. None of it, either side. So as I started to do this with the goal, I just wanted to feel good. It wasn't too long onto the journey that I actually started to get those feelings back and understand, oh, if I do that, I feel this way. If I do that, I began to see myself this way. If I do this, then it makes me feel this way. So as time went on and on and on and on, and surely bad habits were replaced with good habits, it became a lot easier to understand that there was a method to this madness that I had been living for all these years and decades. And that method was my method. It was to feel good, P-H-I-L, right? So that's what I want to inspire out of all of my conversations in this, is that for every one of us, there is a reason that we're on this journey. And it can't be that we want to achieve something that is a data point. It can't be that we just want to achieve this singular metric. To me, it, it means that we have to dig in and find out what the purpose of our life is when you attach it to our name. Whatever, whatever your name is, what is the purpose? I've seen the example many, many times. Uh, it's, it's living in the dash. And it's, it's, it's kind of a silly little uh, metaphor, I guess, or whatever. But, you know, when they make a gravestone for someone who's passed away, they always have the year they're born, the year they died. And then there's the dash in between. They're like, what did you do in the dash? I believe that we all have a strong, strong purpose. None of us are created and brought into this world with no purpose. We have a purpose. We're here to love and to connect with those that are around. We're here to share our story. I truly believe that pure liberation comes from two things. It is when you are connected to your purpose and when you tell your story. Set free because of those two things. And I know without a doubt as we go through and I'm a I'm a I'm a person of strong faith. So that that definitely that version of that that is a Bible verse. Uh that's Revelation 12:11. So I I'm not I'm not ashamed to say that. I'm not ashamed to say that I'm a strong person of faith. But the words inapplicable to any relationship that you have with the heavenly creator or relationship you have with some sort of other uh, celestial being or whatever it is, it's still a truism that falls for every instance that when you find your purpose and you tell your story, it is liberation for you and it can also be liberation for many. It's very true. So I want I want us to all find our, our, our reason that we, that we do this. What is what is the reason that we even show up for this every day? What is the reason that you came in and find uh, your eternal being? 
You know, you want you want, you want to be around for as long as this this life can be, and then hopefully we find some some sort of connection with the eternal part of our lives. But while we're here, living in the dash, what is your reason for being here? What is your purpose, right? So for me, um, I believe that the true the true example of that is finding the definition of what what a purpose is. There's the the dictionary definition, a cause, explanation, or justification for an action or event. What is the cause, the explanation, or the justification of your life? That's the dash, right? What is the cause? What caused you to do all the things that you did for your whole life? Good, bad, indifferent? You know, as we get connected to those things, and as we totally engage in those moments, we can truly say, that's when I was living. That's when I was truly living. I was doing those things that gave me purpose, that fulfilled my purpose. And the other definition of purpose is the power of the mind to think, understand, and to form judgment by a process of logic. And that is one thing that I can for sure say that back in the early 2000s, I wasn't using logic when it comes to this wellness thing. I just wasn't. I wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't engaged with it. I, it. It just wasn't relevant. It was not on my radar. So that's one thing that as I go through this process, and that's why I love getting on here and sharing this story and talking to people and engaging with people is because your reason, the person that I would be talking to, as compared to my reason, may be totally different, but it might open up my eyes or it might cause a thought in my mind to say, oh, that's why they did that. That is their purpose. And how does that apply to me? Good, bad. Maybe I need to just assess or whatever. But that's the great part is when you hear someone else say something, then you're like, oh, okay. It made you think that's engagement right there. That is engagement to the highest level so that we can come in and say, oh, that makes sense. Or that doesn't make sense. That is not for me. Uh, there's, there's, there's both that happen. Sometimes we engage with something and sometimes we disengage with something. But if we don't make the choice or make the choice or the assessment, we're just accepting it. So that's a, that's, that's a real, real strong thing for me is finding that thing. Cause I'm not, I truly believe that a lot, a lot of life is cyclical, uh, that the things that we kind of experience in those time frames of 22 to 25 will come back around when they're like 38 to 42. And those, those things, those ebbs and flows of our life will come back. So we have to break apart those, those times when the ups and downs come and then that flow and find those places where we're going to lay heavy into our purpose. And I believe that those are the driving forces to replace unhealthiness and to let it live and thrive in true health and wellness. Hey, I want to jump in here for just a second and take a pause and we'll hear from one of our sponsors. Thank you for joining us. We'll be right back. Now a message from our partners. Hey, family, let me tell you about my favorite protein bars. Yeah, you know them. Healthy eating all the time. Heat-go.com. Check them out. They are gluten-free. They're all natural with no additives, no preservatives, naturally sweetened with honey made right here in America. You know, the goal for them is to provide fulfilling and conscious free bars that are fun fuel for the body, allowing you to feel nourished throughout your busy day. Find those guys online at heat-go.com 
and on Instagram at HealthyEat underscore on the go. If you need a discount code, use the code FEELGOOD. That's right, FEELGOOD. Now, back to our host, Phil. So, moving forward, one of the things that uh, is really, really powerful to me is learning how to find joy again. I believe that uh, for a lot of us, when we carry around the burden of unwell, it zaps the joy. It truly does. It will steal your joy over and over and over and over and over. <laughs> Sick issues. It happens in work issues to where when you don't have something to hope for, when someone takes your hope, it takes your motivation. It puts a squelch on inspiration. I believe that hope and joy are the fuel to make us continue on this hard journey because doing wellness is hard. Empowering us to do hard things is even harder. So that's why hope and joy are the fuel to get us to the next day, the next moment, the next thing that we must accomplish to know that we are the one that set that tempo. We are the one that allows that to have value in our life. When you do the assessment on what your life means for you, you realize that everything that you have is a value that you have set or you have allowed. So how many things in your life have been a, a moral or a value that someone put on you? You just heard them say it, and then you accepted it. Well, I believe that for almost everything, we should do an assessment and see whether or not I truly believe that. Is that something that I believe for me? Is that part of my wellness? And if you don't believe it, maybe you don't have to live by it or let it be your mantra or accept it. You know, I'm not saying you break the laws, but I'm saying that if it is not for you, then you don't have to consume it, especially when it comes to your mindset and your wellness. And as you go through your journey, I believe that you should set the tempo for you. Your limits are set by you, absolutely emphatically. So as we go, we have, we have, you know, we'll all have highs and lows. We'll all have a zenith. We'll all have a nadir. Our up and down in life, that's going to happen. I truly believe that there is a, there's a higher calling. It's the plane of our life as it goes out into space. As we go, we're chasing after our our loving purpose in life that we're created for. We also have the the earthly purpose, and that is following the path of our our chosen day to day. And it it is it is set on the way we're going. We can move day at a day, but you can't move your your uh, earthly walk purpose more than a day at a time. You have to live and walk out every one of those days. I believe that we can also be drawn by a, a goal or a purpose that's kind of in between those. Your intended purpose from your creator, your living purpose on your earth walk, and then there's this established goal, issued, reason, purpose that you can put out there. It's something for you to drive to. It's something that you set value in. If you mark your time by where you want to go, rather than where you are supposed to go by what the world tells you, 
and it's drawing you greater and more intently closer to your intended purpose, then you are achieving success one day at a time. One day at a time, you'll find that. Um, so I, th- I think I think we have to we have to find our our true direction, which whichever direction we're supposed to go, we have to we have to jump in and find that direction and see what is what is good, what is good, determining that right. So um, anyway, back to the whole thing: wanting to feel good, learning to feel good, do me the right way, uh, was a big big thing. And once I learned that, then I realized that having found that joy, having found that purpose, having found those goals. For myself, man, the next thing I want to do is I want to feel good. F I L L. So that's that's telling your story. That's getting it out there. It's engaging with people and saying, "Hey, man, this is what I did, but this is how you need to do it for you." Like you got to find that out for you. You have to dig in and do that work for you. So you're filling other people's up, and I feel like uh, that that is a natural progression for someone who is living their best life, right? As we all hear the colloquial thing said, like live your best life, right? Well, when you're doing that, when you are engaged to the highest level, the fruit of that, I believe you naturally want to give that away because it's so good and you want people to see that and to feel that and experience that. There's very few things on this journey that I have loved more than when something that I said or did inspired someone else to do something that they previously thought was inaccessible or impossible for them, but they actually did it. Those moments, it's like watching your kid walk or something. You know, you're like, uh, we never get disgusted with our kid when they fall down when they're when they're babies. We're like, no, get up, try it again, get up, try it again. And when they walk, we're like, yay! And it's like all you did was walk. No, you walked, right? Because previously you couldn't walk. And that's the same way with wellness. When you achieve little things with wellness, it is worth celebrating. It is worth living in. It is worth telling that story, even if it's something that somebody or a thousand somebodies have done multiple times. When you did it, it's worth celebrating because it was for you. It was not for them. They can celebrate with you or they can not celebrate with you, but you telling your story will always be worth it. And that's what I want uh, as as this podcast grows and as, as we go forward, that it, it doesn't matter if the person that comes on with me has 500 followers. I've had people on here like that. Or somebody that has 300 followers, 300,000 followers. I've had people on there like that. It doesn't matter. It's all about how you engage and tell your story because your words matter and your words will help someone else that is going down a similar path or a dissimilar path just because they saw what variety can look like. You know, we're not all on the same path. We are hopefully working on ourselves and that is a singular thing. And we're all in a community of people that are working on ourselves and hopefully uplifting each other. But we all have to do it. Every bit of the journey has to be done for you, has to be done by you. You know, there's there's no easy way out of any of this. It's hard and it takes time. And the gift of time is amazing because I can promise you one thing. Where you're at six months from now, you will be so happy if you could accept that today. And you continue that on and every six months you're like, wow, I'm still further ahead. It may not be as far as where I'd want it, but I'm still ahead. And every month it gets a little bit easier and a little bit easier 
And I'm not saying life will ever be easy. It won't. And I have not even achieved the, the final stanza of nothing. I'm still right in the thick of this thing, just like every one of y'all. But we're continuing on and we're telling our story. So as we dig dig deep in ourselves, we have to uh, we have to find that joy. We have to find that thing that that brings you to life, whether or not it, it's if it's something simple like crocheting or playing a musical instrument, whether or not it's something complex like learning to ride your Peloton or doing CrossFit, whatever it is, whether it's being uh, a recipe creator or a recipe consumer. Whatever it is, you have to find that thing that brings you joy because it is the fuel to carry you to tomorrow. Uh, dragging our sorrow bucket into tomorrow serves no one well. And I know that there are a lot of there are a lot of issues in our lives that require being dealt with. It absolutely does. I am a huge, huge comp- uh, proponent of going back in, <coughs> excuse me, and assessing. Our past. I, I believe our past are the memories that tell the story of our future, and we have to correct them properly. We have to correct the uh, connect the emotions of our past with the memories of our past, and make our brain tell the right story, even if it is a bad story. Trying to run from the past for me is not helping anything. So we have to do that healthily. Part of the healthy part of that is learning how to talk to ourselves, learning how to be kind to ourselves. It is so easy to tear Phil apart. I am the number one enemy of myself. I, without a doubt, can tear myself apart like that. I can see myself wrong. I can hear myself wrong. I can think about myself wrong for days and days and days, and it does no good. I have to take captive every one of those thoughts and hold them into accountability, absolutely, without a doubt. Because without that one component, I'm not growing. I may have changed the number on a scale, yes. But if I am mentally unhealthy when it's all over, when that thing that I can't control comes, and I am forced to accept that, what happens then is bad habits become comfort. Bad habits become easy because I can't control that grandpa died. I can't control that someone we know is super sick. I can't control that someone we love was in a car wreck. I can't control that someone did something bad to someone I love. All of those things, they're just examples, but there's nothing you can do about them. They hurt. They have to be grieved through. I understand that, but If we're not talking to ourselves properly, then that comfort comes from things that we know don't help us. So that gets back to that definition, right? The total definition of the power of the mind to think, understand, and form judgments by a process of logic. When we're living off of the emotional side of ourselves, when life is so crazy and emotions ramp up, that's why we have to have that true purpose because our purpose is anchored in logic and it's anchored in an established value that you've given yourself, that you've thought through and done the mental process to know that when storms come, this is the answer, right? That is why 
we insert into that void in our lives joy and happiness and love and peace and meekness and temperance and all of those things that live in that moment, in that void that walks into our lives, all of those things, like when you establish that those are the truth, those are the logic, then that's how you are replacing and defending when troubles come. That's how you do it. So doing it the way you want to do it is an engagement problem. How can we become more engaged and make every day count, right? Make every moment count. Make every time you walk up to the cupboard a decision that you made, not a decision that you accepted, right? It's that simple. One trip to the cupboard, you make the decision. There'll be times when it's worth it. There'll be times when it's not. You make that call, right? That's how simple it can be. It can also be dramatically more complex than that. I get it. I totally get it. But you have to do it. You have to do it for you. So um, figuring out that life will life will put you on pause, right? You will have goals. You will have dreams and ambitions. You can see the path sometimes. It will illuminate because you begin to like have progress and then life will go bump. Hold up. Wait a minute. It's just going to happen. Sometimes we learn to move past it. Sometimes we don't. And life puts you on pause. How do you find purpose if you have to go through a pause? Sometimes right now we would consider this a pause. We're in a pandemic of epic proportions. How are we finding purpose in this pause? Because life was flowing right along for a lot of us. It was moving. We're rolling. How do we find purpose? We have to assign it. And then we have to assess it. And then insert those things that we love that give us hope and joy. And coat those moments with those things. As you do that, you take the power of the (laughs) anti-purpose. The things in life that will distract and destroy our intended purpose and goal in life. And we move them to the side. And now we live in these moments. Surely this battle will continue. But every moment of every day that we can live in that purpose and in that joy and in that hope and in that happiness is a day that we don't feel defeated. That whole thing that got us all started, the way we feel. And as you do that, you start to get into how to fill, P-H-I-L. And I truly believe that as we do that, it's going to be a fruit that we have to use to fill others. So that's the goal and the whole purpose of this podcast and me sharing my story is to love people and say that this fruit of me doing me is going to help you because you're going to tell your story and you're going to help others and we're going to help others and it's going to be a snowball effect Because we're in it together. We are a family. I call you family. Every time I start a post, it's like, hey, family, what's going on? I love you guys. And I love doing this. I have the purest motives to do this. And I love sharing my story. I love helping people. I respond to all the people that come. 
If at some point you would like to join me on this podcast, you can send me an email or send me a text message. It's on my profile, both of them. Whatever you want to do, we can talk about it. I love talking to people. This process is very open, and I, I enjoy engaging with people on their level and letting them tell their story using my platform. It is nothing more than a gift that has been given to me. I will continue to love people this way. Uh, I, I want I want to tell you that there is a uh, there's a little phrase that I came came up with the other day, and I I truly believe it is it is the thing that helps people learn to tell their story, <clears throat> and I hope that people can begin to move forward and find their voice to do this. <clears throat> The truth is, your voice, even through the things that you pick yourself apart on, matters. There are hundreds, if not thousands of people who are dreaming today to be half as successful as you are. They need your voice. The best fruit of doing wellness for you the subsequent fruit that grows from others. That can drive us. I love me fully, but old habits are super, super easy. If I'm just doing something for me, I will negotiate like a champ to not. But when I have external reasons, and I am doing it as a benefit for others and me, combined the internal and the external motivations, find purpose. I've given myself multiple safeguards that lead me to growth and sustained change. I want each of you to find that for yourself. So, this is the end of the first episode of the Two Feel Good Podcast. I hope you have enjoyed, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Feel Good Podcast, your guide to feel good. This podcast is not sponsored or affiliated with any brand. All statements and opinions on this show are those of Phil alone. If you enjoy this podcast, please share the word as we all continue on our individual journeys to feeling good.